Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening, ACB, and welcome to Tuesday Topics. This is Paul Edwards, uh, and I wanted to give you just a taste of what it was like last week when Mr. Dan Spoon said good morning or good afternoon or good evening, wherever he was and whenever he was. Uh, I think all of us can agree that the convention was a rip-roaring success, and I think as well um, that we can acknowledge and recognize um, that the folks who put it together for ACB Radio um, did just an absolutely phenomenal job. And as it happens, we have all three of the, well, three of the four people who are primarily, well, maybe three of the five people who are primarily responsible for putting it together. So um, hand, handling hand-raising for us tonight is Deb Cook-Lewis, and I'm, I'm very fortunate to have her doing that for us. And handling, uh, and, and handling some uh, other things in streaming is uh, it, Debbie Hazelton. And as well with us is Rick Morin. I'm actually going to begin by talking a little to Rick, and I haven't, I haven't suggested this to her yet, but I'd also like Deb Cook-Lewis to chime in when she wants to. But Rick, you did a video last week um, about the way you had things set up in the garage. And I wonder if you could describe a little bit more what you used each of the four computers that you had there for sure. and, and tell us a little bit about how that all worked. Yeah, I'd be happy to, Paul. Um, and I, in retrospect, I didn't do a very good job describing the way stuff was laid out. I realized that the next morning that it, I was doing the proverbial pointing and all that kind of stuff in the video, but um, just to get, kind of give you a mental picture of the way we had the way I had this set up, I was sitting in kind of a horseshoe uh, configuration with um, tables all around me. I had a table in front and two folding tables on the side of me, like six foot tables. Um, Against the garage wall facing me was a computer, which was my what I call my master control computer, and it had my my big oversized um, uh, video screen. Um, I'm a low vision person, and um, that's the computer that I was using to actually. It was taking the feed of um, the other equipment and sending it through to the webinar. So. Uh, what people were tuning into was was the webinar, and um, it was going through that computer and everything. The other, th the other, actually, there was two computers that were feeding into that, and there was a, a third computer that was my monitor. So, to, so to my left uh, in these tables, I had two Surface Pro uh, computers. Um, one of them was just running constantly um, monitoring. It was, it was literally playing uh, over my speaker and, and my screen what was being played on the webinar. So not only was I transmitting the webinar and watching it there, I was watching it as an attendee to make sure that 
that there were no hiccups there. And it was good that I did that because the couple times that it went down, it wasn't apparent to me that it went down on the master control, but I saw it go down on the, on the monitor first. And um, then the, the other computer on that side um, was <laughs> what I was calling a webcam for all practical purposes. It was a separate Zoom meeting where all of the presenters who uh, were presenting live were in a room all by themselves, separate and distinct from the, from the webinar. And um, that Zoom meeting was uh, feeding a device that's called a switcher, a video switcher, which if you, if you watch you know, TV, you'll notice that on, on TV, things switch from uh, one camera to another, or you hear, you'll hear things switch to different audio sources, whatever. They, they do that with these switcher devices. And the switcher device is kind of cool. It's a $300 device so that because of, of um, uh, supply and demand, everybody was selling for about a thousand bucks. Um, and we, we got two of them and it's made by the same company that makes the professional switchers for television companies. So the software that runs it is the same software that runs professional switchers and all this kind of stuff. But this is all equipment that neither Tony, I mean, Tony's worked with switchers before, but this was my first time. This was baptism by fire. So we had, we had that, um, that web what I'm calling the webcam or that zoom meeting with the live presenters feeding into the switcher on my right hand side on a table over there is I had another computer, which was an HP laptop, which is where I was staging um, all the pre-recorded content. And it too was feeding the switcher. And when I was, um, when we would go from live cutting to pre-recorded, I would, you know, punch the the pre-recorded computer up on the switch and then start it um, on on the computer, and that worked most of the time. There were a couple of, of fumbles here and there. Um, the cool thing about doing it that way is, as soon as we switched over the to the pre-recorded material, everybody that was in the Zoom room. Um, in as live presenters could talk amongst themselves and it then became a green room if you will yeah. with with joel and uh, bailey page in there uh working with everybody to get them prepared and there were times where people were hadn't shown shown up on time and you know frantic phone calls were being made and and there was last minute video adjustments and it it you know, I, I've actually got all the recordings of that, and it's pretty amazing, you know, because we were recording all these Zoom, you know, both Zoom meetings. When you listen to everything that was going on while the recording was going on, it, it, it's quite remarkable. And, and there's some funny stuff in there, which we ought to extract for, for a blooper reel or whatever. But, but that, that, was, that was very, very busy. And uh, uh, it was about uh, 85 to 90 degrees in my garage. Um, I had a dehumidifier in there that was pumping out four gallons of water a day uh, because it was very, very humid. And uh, I took several cold showers during the course of the week to cool my, cool my body temperature down. But, but that was basically what all the equipment was doing, Paul. And... Um, you know, the uh, right up until the last minute, we were editing. Uh, Tony was editing stuff. I was editing stuff. We were doing a lot of video editing. Um, 
you know, we, we've had a lot of lessons learned here. There were a couple of us that were doing the video editing, obviously next year when we do um, this in some fashion, we're going to have to engage a lot more people uh, in that area. And this is a great opportunity for, you know, pe people with some uh, usable vision to, to work with video if they want to. So, so I promised I would ask you what was the scariest moment was there was there was there a time when you thought it was all going to fall flat on its oh, face Oh yeah I, I mean the scariest moment and this is literally how it happened uh, and you know and I described it to Eric this way I said Eric you know when we went to go on the air that was the first test we had really done so, in other words, you know, we had uh, we had everything tested in theory. We had like little five minutes here, five minutes there, where you know things were going to work, and um, and but we had never done an end to end test. So you you handled you handled both the general sessions and the evening sessions, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and in between, we had Deb Cook Lewis handling the afternoon sessions for the most part. Um, Deb, can you describe how that worked? Um, no, it's impossible. <laughs> um, well, I, I, I can tell you one thing. I, I do not envy the job that Deb Cook-Lewis did. I mean, she did a terrific job. Well, likewise with Rick's job, I, I didn't want to trade as much as I was kind of challenged by my own. <clears throat> I had no intent to trade. Um, so when you always kind of wonder if the grass is greener on the other side, I don't think I thought so at all ever. Um, we had kind of an interesting um, situation. We had, um, when you break it down really on paper, it doesn't quite look this way in the program for some different reasons, but if you really break it down on paper, we had 108 of these breakout things to do of some form. And we uh, did them all in a Zoom webinar. Um, and we And there are a number of advantages to that. A couple maybe of disadvantages as well, but for the most part, advantages. We had seven um, clients, seven, seven Zooms, seven Zoom locations. Um, people attending didn't know anything about that particularly um, because you just went to the URL or the phone number that we sent you to, but they were, they were spaced out over seven um, uh, places, locations in the hotel. I was referred to it as the hotel. We have seven locations in the hotel. Do you want square tables or round tables? Yeah. And um, so most of our sessions were in webinar. Some of the social functions were in the standard Zoom uh, so that they could be a little more interactive in that way. Um, we had uh, about 13 people who um, some had been uh, recruited from doing ACB's community calls, and some had been uh, recruited kind of from the from the tech side, from the production side, ACB Radio and around, who had some Zoom experience and who 100% uh, did not have any experience with the webinar client. So we had these late night sessions where uh, Cindy Hollis pretty much led them in in drills um, on practicing the scenario. Now, it's one thing to practice it with with uh, 13 people. It's another to have, say, 200. So I think that was a jolt for people when the, when the numbers jumped up. Um, we did get some additional opportunities for practice. We did the uh, California 
uh, state convention, and we did some other larger events to to practice up, but uh, that was a trick. So we had basically um, a system whereby people were assigned uh, primarily by choice, but then ultimately by assignment because we had to fill all the sessions. So I had a couple that I um, was going to offer as door prizes, but we got them all and uh, everybody was signed up for them. And the trick was that you needed to be at the place you needed to be, logged into the client you needed to be logged into at precisely the right time so that you would not knock someone else out and that you would be there in time to open it up for your, um, for your panel. Um, in addition to that, we had several, uh, uh, chance cards, if you will, that were drawn, things like interpreters in your session. So you had to be there to account for that. And we needed to uh, manage the video for that or whatever. Um, or some other interesting things that there might be. There might be some session audio. We had to coordinate with the um, broadcasting, with the streaming people. And um, basically, occasionally I heard from a broadcaster that, oh, my Zoom person's not here. Or a Zoom person, my broadcasting person's not here. So, you know, we had to sort of back that up. And there were legitimate things that happened that kept people from sometimes being, you know, where they were supposed to be. I mean, if your PC crashed on your way in or um, if um, something else happened, we had maybe two different situations where somebody's microphone wasn't working. So they were doing what they were supposed to do, but they couldn't tell you about it. And so that was a little tricky. So then we we had a backup plan pretty much. I say pretty much because, you know, everything is what it is. But we we did and uh, basically would uh, try to send someone as quickly as possible. Um, it's, at least it's not like sending them from across town. My yeah. uh, setup was not nearly as elaborate as uh, Rick's, but I had two PCs and uh, three Echo Dots that were providing all of the information I needed so that I could log in and out of the accounts, make changes. Wow. We had 400 people to invite as panelists. That was probably the hardest part for me is that it was something I had to kind of do by myself uh, along with tracking um, where, where people were and when they were and whether they were having a problem and, and whether they were maybe having a meltdown because of some surprise or, or some kind of thing that was going on. They were locked out of somewhere. So yeah. just like in a hotel, you have this, some of the similar things. They just look a little different. The, the primary difference between what you were doing and work, what Rick was doing is while he was having to wrestle with video, which God knows I couldn't do, um, you were having to wrestle with multiple streams because there were times when you had, what, six, six or seven things going on at the same time? We could have the potential to have seven things at once, right? Yep. And, and that's, that's the amazing part for me that, that all of those things happened when they were supposed to happen. I know, I think I gave Cindy Hollis uh, a heart attack and it really wasn't my fault because I wasn't supposed to be there for the, for the first of two sessions of, um, of library users. Um, but I, I said, I'm going to go anyway. And, uh -huh. and I went uh -huh. and, and I think Cindy breathed this huge sigh of relief because there was nobody else there. So, um, so yeah, different I, I things mean, happened. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, things always do. And when you think about an, an in-person convention, it's not much different. You know, the presenter's not there yet because they got lost in the hotel. That's it a pretty common. Often. Yeah, it, it, and it so often. we had we had presenters who got lost in the hotel. We had um, 
you know, people to facilitate, mic runners, we called ourselves mic runners, really. We were kind of sophisticated mic runners, but, you know, we were. Um, but, but basically we were. And so we sometimes got lost in the hotel. So, you know, so I, in, in a, it was a different environment to do it in. But if you kind of thought about it a lot in terms of, of the similar kinds of outcomes that you might have in terms of challenges, um, you know, they were, they were that, but, um, yeah, I, I, uh, most of the sessions I did were, were places where we were in some kind of trouble. So I, I, what, I, what of the convention I experienced was based on who was having a problem at the moment, <laughs> but oh. no, it was, it was, I, I, people did a great job and, and, um, it's always easy to focus on, you know, the problem pieces, but, but, uh, everybody really worked very, very hard. And, and, uh, I can't say tirelessly cause I think they got tired, but, uh, they did work really, really hard and coordinated really well with each other and pitched in for each other. And, um, and I think that's what made it work. For, for what it's worth, I think to most of us who were, who were just attendees or even those of us who were sort of hanging around the edge by, by doing presentations, I think you got tired of sending me, uh, of sending me um, panelist invitations. But, um, but you're not the it, record holder, Paul. You're definitely oh not the record holder. And that is, you know, when we look at the things we want to do differently next year, that that whole process is certainly one of them for me. That yeah. yes, you're right. Would have been easier um, if I had not had to keep repeating certain kinds of activities. Yes. Yeah, I believe that. And and even if you could if 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 you could start out by looking at the heavy hitters and maybe assign them the same ones, you only have to send out. You one know, we two. had to assign based on something, and a lot of people asked me, "How did you m- create the matrix?" And there are different ways you could do that. And one of the things I was exploring, you know, post convention was, well, what if I had done that based on heavy hitters? Um, right. Actually, I don't think so. I think what I did was what you had to do, which was oh. by blocks of types of session. So um, uh, basically what you did was you laid down the largest groups and then you filled in around those largest groups, not largest by size, but number of sessions. Um, You know, for example, you wanted to keep RSVA had four consecutive sessions. They're the only Mm -hmm. group that did that. That's fine that they did, but that means you have to allow a place where they could stay without them having to move. So, those were the kinds of considerations that I had. Not easy. No, no, it was actually, it was interesting though. That part for me is, is the kind of thing I enjoy doing. And so that was fascinating. And I have a whole, about a hundred iterations, how it could have been. And ultimately I went with the one that I thought was best. And I still actually think it was the best way. Well, and, and as I say to most of us who attended, it was transparent and quite wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. Um, Rick, anything you'd like to add before before we open it up? Well, you know, certainly there's a, a huge, huge ACB radio broadcasting piece to this too, Paul. You might want to um, yeah. let Deb Hazelton so, say a Deb, few things. How did, but how did how did you how did you perceive things as as you were operating? Now you were doing all the connect programs, so you were live on the air trying to hold things up in case there were problems. So how how did you perceive the the, the role that that you and Jason were playing? Oh well, she's muted. That, 
that didn't work. <clears throat> it's interesting. Yeah. Sorry about that. Oh, I go. went to grab some dinner in the middle of all this, still listening to the whole thing. I went to grab some dinner in the middle of all this. Um, so still your echo the, or something. Yes. I had a headset on. Oh, boy. That's just a little example of... <laughs> Sorry about that. That's okay. Though. That's all right. That's just a little example of... 50 million devices and activities and all kinds of stuff going on at once. And it was funny because Jeff and I and Rick and I talked a lot before convention about being different ways that we and others were experiencing nervousness. Now, I was pretty calm leading up to everything. I was like, I knew I was focusing. I knew I was... You know, that's all I could think about, <laughs> live, eat, and breathe convention. But as it started, Jason got really calm, and he had been a wreck up to it, going, oh my God, what are we doing? And, and he got really calm, and I became more of a wreck. <laughs> And just just nervous, just on edge, trying to make sure you know, you know, is who's doing this and what's happening here, and and I worked I worked too fast because I was under pressure, and um, let me, um, yeah, turn that volume down. <laughs> but I I was I was more on edge, and um, oh, I had sound cards getting. Um, reversed on me. I'm still not sure how some of that happened. That happened in different things twice. Um, I streamed at the wrong time at one point. <laughs> um, and I mean, I just, I, I still am dreaming about it. I'm still having dreams of being in the wrong place at the wrong time and, and wondering if other people are in the right place and still thinking there's something that I have to find to stream. I mean, there was just so much going on at once and even though it really wasn't I mean we all had a lot of practice of streaming community calls connecting to zoom streaming and we would not let any broadcaster who said I want to do it I want to stream we said you have to stream community calls and if you can't stream community calls then you're not streaming at the convention and then we still have some that just they want to do it but they just haven't gotten it worked out yet because it's not as simple as just streaming oh no it's not so the, yeah uh, when you were doing the connect programs you, you you had cats to herd as well because you couldn't quite know who was going to be there that's right and you couldn't quite know who was going to turn up and and you know whether uh, and there were a lot of times where poor poor you had to simply end up filling because mm -hmm. the people you thought were going to be there weren't there well and i thought okay this is a lot like being on the air you know most of us i mean when we're on the air we're sort of used to <laughs> talking to ourselves in a way and talking to the audience that we assume is there whether it's one or or a thousand we we just you know we just do that to be broadcasters and so you know but there were times that i was trying to follow you know wanting to make sure i followed tony's lead like when are we just sort of shooting the breeze and being the atmosphere and when are we talking 
about and with sponsors and when are we focusing on guests and so I was just really doing my best to keep up with all of that and that was usually four times a day not always but then there were some guests who who came and stayed a long time and you know I mean it it worked out and and uh, then there were guests that we couldn't get that we were trying to and then there were a lot of people that wanted to be guests there were hands raised you know like and I understood and I felt bad you know because I didn't want it to seem like we were snobby Uh, but the those connect convention connect shows served a couple of different purposes one was to kind of be the you know hey here we are we're transitioning here and we're 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 like you know on the telethon we're like the home you know the home base uh kind of but it was also to invite different guests on and um we we had planned on having the uh the minute mini mall moment (laughs) on as many times a day as we could have her on because she uh the mini mall had a premium booth that was supposed to be 30 minutes a day well we didn't have room for it and so we had her come on in this way which actually was better for her and better for the mini mall it was it was great i think it was Yeah. yeah And, and I think they ended up selling a lot of merchandise, too, because I, I bought mm-hmm. some stuff towards the end, and, yeah. and a lot of the stuff that I wanted to buy, they didn't have anymore. Oh, wow. So, um, so yeah, they, that was a good thing. They did really well, but yeah, and I think I think our broadcasters did well, I think. I think so. Um, it's just amazing. <laughs> so, before we open it up, are there anything any of the three of you would like to add? Hearing none. Um, <laughs> All those in favor. The only general comment, Paul, is that the, uh, I, I mean, the teamwork was incredible. And uh, yes. I, sa- I said to Eric today, I said, this was, <laughs> I, I, I said, if you want to eliminate people with agendas, just don't give them any time to have agendas. <laughs> because <Yeah. laughs> we were also, we were also damn busy. Yeah, and we are all pulling in the same direction, and, uh, and 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 that was cool. That was really really cool. And and uh, you know, I mean, you know, we we talk about lots of people behind the scenes. There were lots of people there behind were. the scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, sure were. Yeah. You know, if if we add them up, there are you know fifty, sixty, seventy people. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it it uh, was incredible. It was an incredible, you know incredible event for everybody to you know work together so during general it was really an amazing effort go ahead during general session i went in on this panelist link that i had and i kept hearing all kinds of other stuff you know dan wondering about something and and joe lynn making a phone call and i'm like wow i hope all this isn't going out on the stream so then i um um, my friend Des had it on on uh, 
she had it on uh, she didn't they weren't on Facebook at that point so she had it on on her her app or something and I said is it going out is all this other chit chat going out on the stream and, and she said no I said oh okay good no it was just where I was it was the panelist link that I was in I was not yeah, in you were in the green room yeah <laughs> dum, 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 so I was really relieved though I was like oh no but when it went silent a few times and I was there talking through that uh, which a lot of people commented on I knew I guess I knew from Rick that that was a concern Rick had a concern that that might happen and I kind of thought that if it did happen that you know Rick would immediately be talking on the mic or something but Rick was busy I was sure he was well you know, really busy the <laughs> The, the real error in my setup was that I had no physical way to get on the microphone. Oh, wow. <laughs> and because of the way HDMI works, HDMI was hijacking the audio. Um, you know, an HDMI is the, um, is, is yep, the, the way you transmit audio, audio yep. and video. And so, and it was hijacking the microphones and all this kind of stuff. So, um, and and I had no way to be able to communicate <clears throat> with the people in the green room other than to call in on my cell phone. And I was having some feedback problems with that because because I you know I I couldn't mute fast enough and so on. So that that's mm -hmm. the reason why you didn't you didn't hear anything from me. I had no way to do it. And and um, uh, you know I. We tried. I tried real hard to figure it out, but I'll tell you, when you're in the middle of something like that, it's like you know, I, I I'm not gonna try to do, not gonna try something here that could have the potential mm -hmm. of messing everything else up. So we we just kind of went without that. But that's something I got to fix for next time. So did you say that you actually lost a computer? I mean, is there one that's really gone? Well, one crash. Well. Two of them crashed at various times, and um, uh, those those Surface Pros were kind of interesting. They would, you know, one of them fizzed out on me and wouldn't reboot, and then two hours later, it rebooted. Hmm. Um, wow! So, uh, yeah, there were periods of time where I had I had three of three of my four computers, and uh, you know, we we just you know. Luckily, we were still able to cobble it together. I had a, I had a switch um, which computer I was using for my pre-recorded stuff a couple times, mm -hmm. and um, uh, the the last couple of days I had a, you know, I was having a lot of problems with the switcher was disconnecting. So I the last day I ended up having to restring all my cables and and reseat everything and put oh things in, in, into different jacks and oh. and that and that that seemed to solve the problem but um i bet you know, the heat didn't help all that heat yeah but yeah you know i, I it, it, you know it, it, it was a lot of fun mm -hmm. uh, there were times where it wasn't fun yeah. but but um uh you know the uh, it, it's just i'm very proud of <laughs> of the job everybody did and 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 i think dan um you know th th that first night where we went on an hour late you know, I, I was sweating bullets because there was about 45 minutes where I wasn't sure I was going to be able to get things up. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, we tried to do something last minute oh. and and it didn't work. 
And not only did it not work, it took everything down. Mm-hmm. And I was getting nothing out of the switcher. And as long as I was getting nothing out of the switcher, I was dead in the water oh. um, for what we would, you know, what we wanted to do. We could have reverted just to a straight webinar, but we wouldn't have had pre recorded material and da 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 da. So, um, uh, so, you know, it, it's, it's uh, you know, well, you, 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 you do what you got to do and we got it going. So, I but just, Dan, Dan Spoon was real cool and calm and, and supportive. Oh, yeah. and, he uh, wasn't doing all that work as you were doing. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, no, but he, but was, no, he, but he, was, he, he was good. He was he, he did great in that. He was. He yeah, did. he was, he was, he yeah. was calming yeah. with how he dealt with it. And I can't, you know, he can't necessarily say he was mm-hmm. that way before the convention. <laughs> but. <laughs> but I got, I have to say, I mean, the piece of ACB radio was big, but I, to me, it doesn't it's it doesn't hail in comparison to what Rick, you, and Deb were doing. I mean, the jobs that you each did, and I agree, um, uh, I would not have wanted your job, Deb, for anything. I mean, it was very. I, I can't even imagine how many hours a day it took for you to do everything you did and you kept the radio people apprised of here's where you need to go the next day you know here's where you need to go and that was very helpful yeah so. there's there's no way you know deb cook or or me for that matter could have done anything without being really organized yeah and, uh, that's true and, uh, but let's not talk about this as insurmountable because we do want a future and somebody's going to be doing this, you know, and, and yeah, maybe and, for yeah. a little while, but we're not doing it forever. So just right. so you know, this is doable. It is. <laughs> oh, it, it's, it's and, it's, and it's quite doable. And, uh, and, yes. and we learned a lot. And, you know, we, we didn't know. We did not know what we did not know going into this. Mm-hmm. And, and Exactly. You know, yeah. we say we, we took three months to do this. But when you really think about it, all, you know, the vast 80 percent of the work happened in the last six weeks. Mm-hmm. And of those last six weeks, um, most of it happened in the last two weeks. Oh, OK, geez. so so, I mean, you know, things were were happening right up to the last minute and <clears> some things continued while we were in flight you know I, the best way to describe it is we were building an airplane while we were flying mm-hmm. and and, that, <laughs> and, that, and that's really true that's really and, true and, and I'm really honored to have had all three of you guys together to, to share this discussion with us and to give us an idea of what it was like to put this thing together because I think we've all got a much better sense now uh, of what it was like so let me say something to folks who are about to to um, be asked to raise their hands. Um, what I'd like to do is is begin by by taking some questions for these three while they're all here, because some of them are going to disappear pretty soon. And so, if you've got questions about how things happened, that's those are the guys who I would like to raise their hands first. And then we have two hours, so. After, after we do some questions on this segment, what I'd like to do uh, is to spend a little time um, talking about uh, the convention, but not just, oh, how wonderful that convention was. I cannot tell you how great you guys did. We've done that already, and, and we've said that already. So we, we want to try to be a little more constructive. Um, what, what were things that you, that you think might make things better? Uh, what are things that you thought should have been in the program? What are things that um, you think um, 
ought to have been um, better handled if 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 you can think of some um, so that kind of stuff so we 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 don't want just to be peons of praise is what I'm saying to folks so for the moment Miss Deb Cook Lewis let's yeah. see if we has hands raised for questions yes we for do Deborah you're first it looks Deborah. like I've already been unmuted can you hear me yes yes okay yeah I thought I got unmuted early okay. Uh, I guess I want to know how they decided which stream, which program was going to be on. And I'll mute. Yep. It's an interesting well, question. Um, we started at one point to think of numbering the streams. And I think, Deborah, I remember seeing your question where you wished we had done that. But we already knew that a lot of people have known our streams by certain names that have been listening to ACB radio for a while. And I think we knew that it would have, well, we would have had to go in and relabel them. And um, and at the same time, I think we were thinking that that would have been even more confusing. Also, well, our ACB link app has the Well, I streams. think you guys were being asked a political question. Yeah, how did we and, decide and, what went yeah. on which stream? Yeah, and, and what, and, and, and yeah. by extension what didn't go on streams at all yeah well that that is okay i thought i remembered deb deborah's um question from an email and that's right, what i this was this is her question now okay yeah well we did decide certain things that we thought would be most popular that would go on mainstream and then certain things that we knew would you know, maybe would take longer than something else that was going to be on mainstream. We would put on on uh, live or special, and we ran the cafe with live so that, or you know, with special, was it? Yeah, uh, we ran the cafe with special uh, because we knew that some people couldn't access special. And then there were certain things that we didn't stream at all because we knew, well, they're more private or they're more social in nature, and we knew that people didn't want that content out there. But maybe the two of you want to add to this? Yeah, you know, I think one of the things that um, we did look at, like you said, was what what were the sessions that might go together or that might flow back mm -hmm. to back well, and timing was certainly part of it. The idea was to get mainstream full so that yeah. there would be one place you could listen all day, every day, you would hear them, the, the uh, general session, the prime time, you'd hear stuff in between and it would be pretty full. Um, then with the others, it was just about what content fit and what works well on radio because there were some sessions. Um, most of the social gatherings, for example, uh, the game nights, those kinds of things, th those don't work so well on radio. And then, um, and then there were some sessions that did not want to be streamed. So there were some really valuable ones. The bottom line, I think, you know, and, and kind of one of the things in this, and, and we could only stream as much as we had broadcasters because like, for example, there was some space, there was still space on live event that we did not totally right. fill up. No. There was a little less open space on special event. Mainstream was pretty full. And, um, but when you got down to live event, there was um, a lot of space, but it we was. didn't have enough broadcast casters the other problem that we have with the convention is that it does not 
uh, manage itself evenly across the week. And one of mm. the things that I would say to a, an affiliate or w- whatever is that if you have something you wish had been streamed, uh, if it happened on Monday or Tuesday, yeah, that was really tough. But if, yeah. if you could make it next year happen on one of the later days, I mean, I don't know how this will all lay out. Um, but but if, if you could make it happen at a different time, you probably could have been streamed. So um, DRL moved all of our stuff to Thursday for just that reason. Exactly. And, and you great. got your stuff streamed too. <coughs> and, mm-hmm. and On mainstream, other, in fact. Yeah, yeah, and some other things that had not gotten streamed in the past. But for example, you know, just on my personal bucket list, I wish the we we streamed the the opening transportation event because it was a kind of preamble event and we streamed the last one because it was a summary but we weren't able to stream all the workshops but it was because there were just too many things and if we streamed all the transportation then somebody wouldn't get streamed at all and so um but i would say that a lot of it it is about the schedule as much as anything. I know that right. Jeff and I sat and and moved a lot of things around to get some things closer together, like the two for diabetics. Um, they were put one behind the other, and there were there were some others like that. And we did what well, you know we wanted to fill up mainstream first um, for sure. Um, and you know, I mean. We might have been able to get more broadcasters, but boy, having to get them on community calls first, right. that was a biggie. And if they didn't, then nope, they didn't make it. One of the yeah. best kept secrets at the convention was um, was the was the schedule. Um, I think it would be good if we could somehow make that better known to folks, because I don't think folks knew there was a place they could go and find a schedule by channel, for instance. Um, I, I, I just don't think people knew it was there. How would we do that, Paul? Because we, I saw it every day on something. And so, I, you know, and I'm not being defensive about that. I'm just saying, wh- what else would you do? Because well, maybe I, maybe, maybe I just it missed and it. printed it and printed it and announced yeah. it and announced it and announced it. And, then, and I think then, one of the things you're just talking about it, is dear. information yeah. overload. Because yeah, I that think, is for I sure. Think that <laughs> is where the problem might be. Because, mm-hmm. I, gosh, I don't know what else we could do with that one. But I think in general. Well, and it could be a so Paul Edwards problem, too, Deb. No, I, mean, I, d- I, I, I doubt it. I, I heard it from other people, so I am really interested in well, it. Well, there are a lot of people that don't or can't read the schedule for whatever reason, whether whether they just don't don't browse the net or or whether they don't have it. There are people who don't. And so I'm, you know, I'm sure that's but part of it. But it was in their schedule. They got an email each day. Yes, with each that link it was. showed what was streamed where. Right. And so, yeah, but but I'm yeah. I'm talking about I'm talking about a schedule that was put up on ACB Radio. <clears throat> that had I, I I'm not saying people didn't know what was there. They did. I mean yeah. that the stream stuff was fine, but there was just a very convenient schedule that people could look at. Um, that said what was going to be on each channel. So it would, it would do the schedule by channels, by, right. by stream. Well, yeah, we could have sorted it that way. We sorted it well, by event. Well, it, it was. It, it was. It was up there, and, and I just don't think people knew it was. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Okay. Which is which is what I'm saying. I, I, okay, sorry, sure. I, I wasn't at all inclined to imply that 
Oh no! That the the daily session codes weren't great. They were, and and they did yeah. contain everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they included but, the streams. So that's why yes. my point was is yeah, that yeah. people didn't want to go to the to the email. That, oh, they did. I mean, yes, if they didn't yes, want to yes. go to the web, right? Okay. Yeah. No, it was yeah. fine. Yep. We maybe but, but, didn't have a promo out there that said go yeah, here, and yeah, you know at to, a, to yeah. ACB Radio, blah right. blah, and, and or and that just this is what will be broadcast yeah. today and in, in list right. yes, yes, that's we could true. Do that. We sure could do that. Yeah, yeah. good. Right, and, that's and, true. And, and you did yeah. do it, and it's just yeah. that people didn't know you did it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's, can we go to another mm-hmm. question, Debbie G? Wait, let me see if. Yep, Debbie G. Hello, Debbie Grub. Hello. Hello. Hey. I'm so glad that. Hello, sweeties. I am so glad that Deb Cook Lewis and Debbie Hazelton are still here because my question is about what you wanted it to be about, Mr. Edwards, but it's taking a little different tack. What I saw as an attendee is this great teamwork, everyone pulling together, and that the greater good was more important than one person. And I saw that throughout the whole week, regardless of regardless of what all went on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And so I um I so much respect um the two Debs and I, I really want to hear from them what can we do to capture this sense of teamwork to move through all of our work in ACB, to bring into the chapters more worker bees, to bring into the organization, the national office, to really have this sense. And as we face some very severe problems in our country that ACB is going to weigh in on and already has, how can we have a sense of consensus and teamwork and this bridge and this very real way to knuckle down and handle hard problems but with this greater good in mind I was so impressed with that and I just don't want us to let it go and I will now be quiet and let you all chat well (laughs) I have wanted us the three Debs to be together I think this is great I mean I want you you know you guys listening now you can decide do you people have thought we sound alike Um, one of the things that I think we did see and, and I guess that's part of my answer is I think we did do a lot that is that is already begun to make a difference, but we have to keep it going, is more people joining affiliates. Now, I have always wanted to see more affiliates doing more shows, and I think that may be something that happens. But for any of you affiliates that are wanting to do shows, let me just say one thing. I have heard that some of you wish we would do like every other week and like one affiliate every other week and the uh, another affiliate on the of every other week. I don't want us to do that. It would be your time. Is that is your time slot for the month? Uh, And whether you do it once a month twice a month or every week that's your time slot i don't want to get into a scheduling kind of thing between different affiliates in those time slots but i think that having affiliates get involved and having many more like there were some wonderful collaborative things that happened between affiliates that we've seen at convention for the last um several years and i think we can do even more of that with acb radio so i think we're on our way and and i think Thank you for your question. I think ACB Radio is one 
tool. It's one tool in this grand organization. Deb. So I have a little bit different take. Okay, go ahead. Um, and it's not it's not mm-hmm. making anything less of the take that, that Deb yeah. has, but it is a little different take. Good. That is, I think the thing that made this work was that it had to, and <laughs> that we had to engage people right now because the same people who always did it couldn't do it all. And so, for example, you know, Rick or Deb or myself or, uh, you know, yeah. half, a half a dozen other people who might have jumped in and done this if it was just something. I mean, we can do a state convention thing with quite a few less people than it took to do this right. usually. So, mm-hmm. so sure. if a bunch of people get together and do that, it can. you don't have to get more resource. I think what people need to become energized is they need to have a vision for how they fit in and when. Mm -hmm. One of the unique things about the people who did at least the Zoom, I don't think this would be quite so true for the broadcasting because you had to have a longer background, but but for the Zoom, we had people who had never been to a convention and we had people who had only been members themselves for a little while in fact one person who came to his first zoom practice and he hadn't paid his dues yet and we were teasing him about the fact that now you know everybody else has this list of things they have to accomplish but the first one you have to accomplish is paying your dues and and, you know we just gave him a bad time about that and it was (laughs) all in good fun but my point i think is that we have to have a task and if you think about times in your affiliate your state affiliate or your special affiliate when there's been like a legislative crisis or there's been some other kind of call to action you've been able to get people rallied and do something but if there isn't a call to action of some kind Mm -hmm. people do not engage so i don't think it's about having affiliate radio shows or i mean that might be a mechanism Mm -hmm. that might be a vehicle you may use Mm -hmm. any number of vehicles but i think the real issue is about a call to action and when there is a call to action and when people see something they can do to make a difference and, and it's spelled out for them and they're given something to do, they don't have to uh, wait 10 years to get something to do. And maybe mm-hmm. that something is a little or a lot. I mean, everybody we had didn't do the same amount mm-hmm. or the same way or, I mean, we kind of tried <clears throat> to guess that out well and who knows. But my point is that I think when you have a vision for a task and you have a goal and there's a sense of urgency i mean the convention was on the calendar it was going to happen last week whether we showed up or not (laughs) right i mean that's really how it was so i think when you have that moving through um you can then marshal people to action you can marshal them to want to do something and when people see that happening and they see that energy but if we just kind of keep doing what we're doing and and it's all good and we get together and we have a community call or we do with this or we do with that it it, yep, it yep. all gets old well so i think yeah. we have to keep stimulating that activity level and i think any thoughts Rick, any thoughts? No, I, I mean, I, I, I totally agree. Um, you know, it, it, it's kind of like the egos got checked at the door, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, and I said earlier. Really, maybe a maybe a key issue that if, if huh? we weren't so concerned about, if we weren't so concerned about each of us and, and what we get out of it, mm-hmm. and, and we recognized that we were looking, working for a larger issue, Right. Um, right. Things things might work better. Yeah. Well, I think that a lot of people learned 
that there's more that's possible than maybe many of them ever knew. Like a lot of people, it was new for them to even go to a Zoom activity. And and there were people that said they were listening to two things at once. And they were like, you know, fed in a different way. Some of what I am concerned about is that I wonder how much we gave all these registrants information and and in you know encourage them challenge them either you know hey was there something where they would be prompted to join was there some where did they get lists information um you know because our our numbers now i expected our numbers right now even to be higher than they are well let me let me give you an example though um, and, and, and tell you what we're going to do about it. Um, generally, at, at, at a, an in-person convention, um, BRL would probably have had 50 or maybe 55, maybe 60 um, people who actually registered for BRL and paid their 10 bucks in advance. Um, this time, we had 162 people registered. Um, and it's a heck of a difference. So we have taken that list and we have given it to, to our treasurer and we've asked her to try to develop an email to send out to all of those 162 people, um, well, at least all that aren't members already, um, to try to encourage them to join, but also to try to gather more information about them so that we can hopefully um, put them to work and make them feel welcomed and give them jobs to do within the affiliate. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's what's going to make a difference. I think this convention represents a huge springboard for ACB. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, whether we devise and implement the systems that allow us to take full advantage of it is another question altogether. Ace mm-hmm. mute currently a muted button to activate press space bar. This is Brian Carlson, and somehow or other, I'm as in as a panelist. How did? Yes, that's. I see. How did? You, yes, how'd you do that? It's because you guys have an account together. I'm well. Lord only knows. He's. Uh, I, I keep trying to, to to delete you, and you keep coming back. So I don't know what's going because on. Because those panelist invites go for like the year. Make your comment, Brian, and we'll send you down to the attendees. Yeah, it's, it's, it's what happens when send with these recurring to. meetings. <laughs> I will tell you that I listened in every way one can listen to the convention on my phone, through Zoom, through every one of the channels, and it was truly the first time I've ever attended a convention and I've attended 40 plus conventions that I really felt I could be where I wanted to be Wonderful. at a given time without the logistics of going, being have to get a very big part. <laughs> there were yeah. times I simply couldn't go to something because I hadn't eaten yet today. <sighs> uh, there were times I couldn't go to an event because somehow or other I was scheduled to be at two different ones as a speaker. <laughs> There were all those kinds yes. of things over there. This one, I, you know, it was like being at the world's finest uh, Borgesmord. Our, our. Yeah. <laughs> we we, we got that, it. That was absolutely great. Now, mm. for me, if I learned a couple of things about this process, I uh, wanted to throw out a possible answer to the, well, I didn't know what was going on when. It is that in the streams, as a person ends their session, they ought to introduce the next one or whoever the broadcasters in charge of that stream at the time ought to give a verbal indication of what's going to be up next and what's going to be up after that. 
Yeah, boy, we could do that. Yeah, that would be very easy. Source of data Mm -hmm. in order to know what to do next. Right. This was an extra burden. I listened to a lot of the convention from in my swimming pool with a tap on pool edge there on Echo. Mm -hmm. I didn't have the luxury of going off and finding out what was going on because I was going to refer to another source of information. Just didn't work that way for me. So I would like to suggest that would be easy. That's a good Mm -hmm. suggestion. Uh, A good thing is that kind of radio vibe going Mm -hmm. on those channels as well. Yeah. The other thing I think we should learn from this convention is we attempted to make something all online that used to be all live. And I think we probably missed some opportunities by doing that kind of thing. Um, There are some things that quite honestly are best online, Mm -hmm. but since we'd never done those things live, they didn't get a, a, a time at the table, so to speak. I thought, for example, that why in the world are we doing a banquet? Boy, was I wrong. Yeah. The banquet, you could call it whatever you wanted, but it was a must be place to to both hear, you know, the awards and those kind of things. The fact that um, we split up the scholarships, uh, you know, I honor scholarships, but boy, sitting through an entire session of nothing but scholarships has always been a burden for me to get up the enthusiasm to go yeah, sit. And we, and we don't learn anything about them either. I mean, no, I, did, I, I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure they can go back to the old way of doing scholarships. And I, I, yeah, I feel the same that. way about the angels. Splitting mm-hmm. them up made them significantly more mm-hmm. meaningful. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we got a lot of feedback about that, yeah. and I think it's very true. Uh-huh. We but, cannot, once we start doing business as part of a virtual activity, we're going to have to give up something somewhere in the scheme of things. Uh, it's going to be probably like in the past. Yeah. It's going to have to come from general session speakers, or we extend general session an extra hour if we don't want to give up that time, or we rearrange this whole idea of sponsor talks. Sponsor and if we don't, if we don't pick up a big set business done earlier, if 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 we don't figure out a way to do that, then we're then we're going to be in this place where where we always seem to end up, where where the most important things the convention is doing, uh, it, uh, maybe I'm a little biased, the resolutions get put at a place where a there aren't very many people there, which mm-hmm. is which is one issue. But the the second and more important issue is by that time of the week, nobody gives a damn. I'll listen to them and I'll say yes if that's what they want me to say and then we'll go on Um, oh there's all kinds of things that we can do dealing with resolutions one of the problems with our method of doing it is it's all oral it's really hard to examine a document that you've heard read aloud that has ten uh, whereases and five be it <laughs> 10,000 whereases and yeah. how are you supposed to make a judgment call on such things well we're yeah. doing the best we can I, I can't think of a, a we a, are we're we're going to well ACB I have no idea whether I'll be on it or not but ACB is doing a kind of a, a, a redesign the whole resolutions process over the next year and, and so I think what, what, what will emerge next year if it can 
will be considerably better. But right now we're constrained by the constitution somewhat. Well, and so, and my affiliate here is having the same kind of problem. We just had an, a board meeting last night or night before, I can't remember, it's all fades. But it's all about how do we make our constitutions flexible enough to deal with these things. Yeah, and, and so I think there are going to be lots of changes. Miss Deb, shall we take another question? Yeah, we've got lots of questions of hands, yeah. so we, just to be aware of that. And, Thank you. And it's going to be David Trot, our illustrious treasurer. All right. right. Here he is. Uh, yeah, and I hope I'm not too late. I may have missed Rick because I know he's got a good You did. Thing. Yeah, he had um, to go. Okay, well, I'm going to throw the question out there anyway because I think it's something that we need to be looking at uh, and we handle quite well. My question to Rick would have been, and maybe one of you guys can answer it, uh, how did we store the pre-recorded videos? And the reason I'm asking this is how he handled it. Uh, I happened to be on during one of the crashes that he had, unfortunately. And I know by hand, handling a crash under pressure is not fun. And he immediately had to switch after that to a video presentation. So I'm wondering how how that video was stored and uh, how we look to, you know, continue doing it in the future because it's going to be another new part of what we want because there are those of us out there who actually do want video. Mm -hmm. And the video quality of what we're doing is good. Uh, I do want to say that because, and the way Rick handled it, especially under uh, under pressure the day I know about, it was excellent. So... If any of you can answer that, if not, I can talk to Rick later on. But Paul, it might be something you, you might want to bring back one time and do a low vision, uh, because I've heard a lot of positive comments about the video aspects of the convention, and people are liking it. And I appreciate it. And I'll back on out of the way. Oh, that's nice, Thank David. You, sir. I know Rick yeah, mentioned wanna... he had one computer for video, right, Deb? So the video, well, all the video was basically ultimately stored in Dropbox. Everything okay. was okay, ultimately stored sense. in Dropbox. And um, and we had audio that for, for other sessions that was not with video, and it was all stored in the same way. So storing it is not so much the problem. It's just that whether the whether the machines were, you know, in, in their place and to do what they were supposed to do, at, at the moment, you know, that that uh, that they were involved in, you know, was kind of the kind of the challenge, I think. Um, so, you know, that's always. That's I think video adds, adds a wonderful dimension to the convention. And, and this was our first time really attempting to do it on a large scale. And I, and I suspect yeah. there are a good number of things that, that we can learn from it. And one of those things may be that it, it's going to take more people and, and perhaps more professional people um, to make it work if we really want if we re- really want to be professional about it. Yeah. Well, I know Kelly Gask had done a lot of training in working with, I guess, with the video as well as with the right. design and, and all that. And the... It, there were people that that I know of that watched on Facebook, but still, yeah, I'm sure it would take a lot more people. I mean, this is not this is not intended at all Mm-mm. to be a put down of what people did. Mm-mm. It's it's to suggest yeah. it's to suggest that this was an awfully large bite, and yeah. I think it's a difficult bite to take the mm-hmm. first time. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think I think that's true. Yeah. Miss yeah. Deb, another question? Uh, hold on a second. I'm having a little tech technical difficulty. I actually uh, wish, as as she's looking there, I actually wish. You know, there were some. There was some talk of some of us. As she's looking there, you've got the you've got the stream on really loud in the background. Can you turn that down, please? Oh wow. Alexa, whoever has been unmuted, go ahead that's and ask Terry. your question. So yeah, that's Terry. Terry, go ahead. Hi, hi. I'm sorry, I had to pause over the echo. Yeah. Um, I have a couple of things that I wanted to bring up. Um, I think Brian made some very good points as far as programming is concerned, but I think we could get into those maybe a little later in the in the show and not tie these three musketeers up with it now. What I'm curious about is in, when you're accumulating the numbers of how many people were listening in um, and were participating be it through the webinar or the channels and such, do you also include in that um, people who are listening to mainstream? Whoops. Whoops. I'm sorry. I think I just knocked oh. Terry. Terry, would you raise your hand again if, if it's not? <laughs> well, I'm having a little... Um. A little technical difficulty with my PC and so the, the, the question yeah. she was starting to ask I yes. think was um, do, do, did, do we how, how do we get numbers and what numbers are we missing in terms of counting well, sure. our numbers include the Zoom and include anyone who's listening to that stream and or in mainstream, we were looking at mainstream east and west and, you know. So, would, would, that, would that include Alexa folks? Yes, all, all anyone connected mm -hmm. to the stream in any way. Right. And, but, but have, we, have we made an effort to establish how many people were listening by... Um, by our call-in number. That, we, we can't. can't. We can't. We don't yeah, get that data. We don't. We, we can tell, like, how many over a given month or something, but we can't get a breakdown of streams and, and right. times and days and shows and all that. Because I, I actually talked to two people who the only way they could listen to the convention, they, they, they called me because uh -huh. I... Uh, and... and indicated they were using the landline and and some of the data suggests that um suggests that a lot of people who listen to acb radio do use the phone to yes, do that they we do. saw that in zoom for sure mm -hmm. we saw that probably a third of the people who were connected in zoom were connected by telephone yep and yep. uh, and somebody said why didn't we publish zoom phone numbers i we thought we, we did. did we so, did yeah they were we part of everybody's mm -hmm. daily mm -hmm. uh, daily email that they right. received was the phone numbers for the for, oh yeah the, for the, 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 there were lots of phone numbers for each session too yeah i think the yeah. the people who dial in on zoom those were part of our listener numbers but the people yes. who use the xeno media those right. we don't we we can only look at a general amount of for the month but, but when 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 we get that amount for this month, I I, I would be really oh, interested in seeing what it, it is be because I think it's going to be amazing. Yeah, sure. It um, so did we find Terry? Uh, she didn't re-raise her hand, so I'm assuming that uh, I didn't see it anyway. Um, uh, hold, yeah. So let's go on to the next person. Let just just a second. Let me make sure that she didn't ask me. I, I'm having a little 
she does i'm sorry go ahead terry i um i'm having a little tiny pc problem so uh <laughs> yeah, isn't that lovely? Okay, there exactly, you go, Terry. It's because you're with me. Hi. Yeah, actually, the one that I was specific, particularly interested in, was as far as people listening to mainstream through TuneIn, because yes. I noticed that we never mentioned that people could get it on that. Well, it's one of the hardest ways for most people to do it. I mean, there are millions of ways you can actually. Yeah, no, we couldn't ever list them all, but they're all counted. They're all counted. Oh, okay. It was they are, but we're not advertising. And, and, and tune in, tune in was actually the worst because they didn't have yeah. nearly all our streams up. <coughs> right, and, they're not um, adding. I think, and they and they also, um, but but interestingly enough, they 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 had our they had our our program up. <laughs> yeah, they they that's primarily what we used was tune in, hmm. um, because I have it all over the house instead of. Just yeah. on my iPad or the computer. The sure. other thing that I wanted to bring up is um, how I, I guess who should I talk to about how difficult it is to do a show on ACB radio? I'm curious about it for one of our affiliates. And call I me. Just don't know what to what to who's that? Debbie? Call me. Yeah, Debbie Hazelton Debbie is, Hazelton. is mm-hmm. the person you need to talk. I wasn't to. sure which one. Yeah. Okay. And the th- one other thing is Rick had mentioned about doing video. I am the daughter of a professional photographer. I was like, my first present I ever remember getting as a kid was a film developing kit. Um, I would be more than happy to help with any of the video Mm. editing and such anytime Mm. that you need it. Wonderful. Right. We will put you on the list, Miss Terry. Thank you. (laughs) And and congratulations to all of you. And with that, I'll get out of your way. Thank you so much. You're not in our way, but thank you. All right. Um, Doug. Doug. Doug? Yep. The past tense thereof. Doug, Doug, are you there? We are are not. There he is. I'm going to put this down. Hold on. I've got a... Desperate. Yeah, Doug, you're on, and Terry, I'm going to take care of here. Okay. There we go. Mr. No. Doug, I guess He's, we're not going it, to get it, to it, dig, no, Doug. You are. It's actually... Okay, there you go, Doug. Sorry about that. There's a problem over here. <laughs> we're having a little technical difficulty. Okay, Doug, you should be ready to unmute. Doug. Okay, not hearing you. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, let Mary. There, uh, how about that now? Now you are. Okay. Yeah. And then oh, Mary really All right, Doug, go ahead. I couldn't, I couldn't get, okay, I had a couple of thoughts. Um, yeah, Doug. Number one, thank you. Hi, Debbie. <laughs> um, number one, and I know it's been said before, but the, the fact that this convention was virtual was fantastic. Um, I imagine there are a lot of people who attended who probably wouldn't have attended the the, the physical meeting mm-hmm. but well, there's no question their of that first their, their first opportunity to learn i think it was wonderful i want to i really hope that acb will do this even when we do the physical i think it's important that we have it so that people are going to be able to participate and learn virtually if they can't attend and I think that's yeah, good. For I, I, all I don't of think our, people will let us step back too much from this, Doug. <laughs> um, I've been I've been doing that with our local group uh, for years, and it's 
it's amazing the number of people who can come not only people that are new but also people who for whatever reason can't make it to the physical meeting right um they they really enjoy it so i think it's important the other question i had i was um, based on what you were saying debbie um i listened to it pretty much on echo because i had surgery and i can't really use my computer much so i listened to it i listened to just about all of it on echo and my question was if um since i was on echo listening to it um is that number listed um is mine is my listing listed as one of the people that yes. participated yes yes mm-hmm. because because you were listening on the stream um and and that's that's recorded we know how many people are listening to the stream at any given moment the echo is actually listening through tune in and so um, yeah it was tune in you're right yeah, mm-hmm. yes and so tune in is is anything that connects to the stream at all so uh, the only thing that they can't count is the telephone because it's only counted as one on the oh, stream okay it's now not the one thing that i did notice and um that is a problem and i don't know how you're going to fix it is that i'd be listening to it and all of a sudden it would just stop yeah that's what echoes do mm-hmm. and i'd have to say you know start up again yeah. yeah, it might yeah. laugh at you in the middle of the night, too. No, I don't or think it's doing that anymore. Or sometimes I'd be listening to it, and it would just stop, and then two minutes later, it would come back on again. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's the echo. Yeah. yeah. It was one whole day I couldn't listen on the echoes at all at my house. Mm. Um, and so it's just the, the way the echo works. The programs were fantastic. I really liked them. Um, I'm glad. Unfortunately, I missed, I missed some things, but the ones I caught were great, and... I want to I'd like to see that happen more. I w- I want to comment and I know with ACB at work but I remember when we did when ACB helped FCB to do our convention virtually. I was surprised and amazed at the number of people who called in from all over the country and even other countries mm-hmm. to the FCB mm-hmm. convention and to the ACB convention. Mm-hmm. Um the virtual thing enables other people from all over to participate and I think that's really important. Yep. Thank you, Doug. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, right. Doug. Yep. Okay, Mary, you're next. And you are unmuted, it looks like. Mary. We're Quite not contrary. <laughs> no. We're not. We're not hearing. Mary, are you there? We're not hearing you, Mary. Hello. Oh, what's up? You know, what's happening is this is doing a weird thing again. Let's try. Let's do Mary again. There you go. It should be should be now. Okay. Hi. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, we We can. can. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, So, yes, I mean, I I listened to the whole week and um, congratulations to everyone planning this convention. It was it was a real success and kudos to to everyone. Where are you um, from, Mary? I'm from Massachusetts, Paul, and Excellent. a member of BRL and Lua. Of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> I should have recognized your voice, but yeah, I didn't. that's okay. That's okay. Um, and, and Deb, um, Deb Cook Lewis, you mentioned a call to action earlier, and I'm thinking that for the future, because we know that our our next year's convention, even if we can be in person, which I have serious doubts about we'll have to still have a strong virtual component because as Paul said, 
people are going to want to keep this and mm-hmm. rightly so and um, so you'll need to get more people involved with the planning of it so I think people will need to know about the availability and the opportunities um, for being part of the of the convention the planning of it <clears throat> so you know articles maybe in the braille forum messages on the email list that can be disseminated to affiliate email lists asking for you know volunteers to help I think it'll be really important in a way of engaging the membership because um, I certainly would be very happy to disseminate that information and maybe even mm-hmm. get involved myself if there's some yeah. way. So, and I, I hope also that with the week that just happened and the incredible, you know, endeavor that took place, I hope that ACB can get some publicity about this, you know, because. I have to think it's a pretty unique endeavor. I mean, I know NFB is doing something, but I, I don't know to what extent. It's, it's very different from, from yeah. what we did. Yes. And while they've got lots and lots and lots of sessions, um, they, they are, they, they, there's evidence of not nearly so much planning, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got this streams, you know, the ACB radio along with all the, the Zoom. So I hope ACB can really yeah. promote and, itself. And, and we're immensely fortunate to have had ACB radio. Without it, yes. I don't think our convention would have been nearly as effective as it was. Oh, yeah. Well, it's you know, a cornerstone of what we have. And I mean, yeah. we need we need to really promote all that we have uh, to the wider world, I think. Yeah. So and, and the last thing is, um, I, I, I think that we're going to have ACB board is really going to have to work real hard on coming up with a remote voting system because they are. uh, I hope so because for everyone who doesn't participate in person at a convention next year, um, they still will need to be able to vote and participate. We don't want people feeling disenfranchised. I I, um, I think there's going to be some demand for it. It's, um, if it's, it's going to be interesting to see, how we can do it. Some of our affiliates are already doing it. Um, yes. You know, um, BPI is doing it. Guide dog users are doing it. Um, and, and, and they've had success with the approaches they've taken and, and they're, they're two very different approaches. So, you know, I think we can learn from them and, and see exactly how we'll do it. And California did it during their yeah. convention yes, as well. Mm-hmm. did too. Yeah, so, and we're, t- so, we're talking about it in Massachusetts now, having to like think about it and, and plan for it. Um, but I think all affiliates probably. But yeah, it's it, it it's not as easy as it seems. No, no, I know. Mm. Yeah, but but I yeah. but I think you're right. We'll have to think about it. Thank you, Mary. Okay, thank you. Thank all you. right. Okay. All right. Let's see. Uh, Three eight zero seven on the phone. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Uh, I was going to say, um, the uh, vice president of my little local group can't. Get- I'm sorry. This is so ridiculous. This I'm, I, I just uh, hold on. There. Let's try this again. Go ahead again. I'm try Let's- to get you back. Go ahead. Okay. The vice, um, the sorry, vice president of your local group. Yeah, she she can't come to the conventions, but she had to take some time off without pay because of lack of funding for the state. And she took the afternoons, and she got on every afternoon, and she really enjoyed it. She she went to a lot of the different things, and 
she said, well, you got to do this again because she really enjoyed going. She uh, did a lot of the tours as well as she's, she's got a guide dog, so she did that. And she really enjoyed Lua and from the uh, the uh, narrator and the Excellent. way we can they can upgrade uh, the, the series and that. So, I mean... Yep that we really w- did reach out and it really is important because there are a lot of people uh, that um, can't go. Now she might go, she said she'd like to see Phoenix so she might take the time to go to Phoenix but from what she said I'm sure she wouldn't want to go to Omaha uh, but she gotcha. would love to, you know <laughs> she'd love to uh, you know, participate like she did this week Excellent. Thank you so much. Yeah. We appreciate your question. Where are you calling from? Yeah, I'm Canton, Ohio. You know Carolyn. I do, Carolyn. But nobody <laughs> else does. Oh, okay, yes. Canton, Ohio. Thank That's you, okay. Carolyn. And I apologize for my PC. I had a Windows error about when I started having the problem and about half my screen is gone. So <sighs> I'm sorry that occasionally strange things happen. Jamaica is next. Jamaica yes. from Georgia, I think. Yes, I'm from I'm from Athens, Georgia, and my question is about the Zoom webinars for next year. And I was going to ask you about those. The X there was an extra link that appeared on on mo- most of the webinars to where I had I had a hard time getting in, so I had to borrow my my sighted. Uh, cited family members to be able to get into the Zoom meetings. Um, I'm just wondering if there is a way to make that to make that be a little, 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 little easier. Like uh, like this, uh, like th- like this webinar. Now I'm able to get in with no problem. Yeah, it's the number of people who were trying to get in at once, and um, because it's exactly the same, there is no difference. Okay. Um, but if there were a lot of people trying at once, we'd never had any full webinars. So I think it was just sometimes people getting confused and maybe hitting the wrong one or uh, doing something because they were all working. I, I, I uh, tested them all every day and they were all working. But occasionally people did have a little bit of trouble and there were a lot of links. And I think sometimes people went to the wrong one by mistake. And, and that would be easy to do. Remember the lost in the hotel part. And, um, <laughs> but it's exactly the same as what you're doing right now. So if this works for you, that should work for you. Okay. And Jamaica's, Jamaica went to a lot of meetings. So yes, I saw you in yeah. tons of meetings. Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah. Yes. so you did very well. And thank you, made, you for you persevering with us, Jamaica. Yeah. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Agnes. Agnes, probably Uh from Colorado. Let's see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Agnes. Agnes from Colorado. Um, There you are. I just have a couple of comments and a suggestion. I thought the convention was great. This was my first time attending an ACB national convention, and I appreciated all the different options that I could use. I'm sorry. Let's try that again, Agnes. Agnes, hold on. We're coming back to you. No, she's she can do it. She just has to unmute. Go ahead, Agnes. Unmute. She will. Again. She will. She will. Mm. 
come on, this is so bad. We need a different PC. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I have had those days. Okay, Agnes, try it again. Oh. There you go. Okay. What uh, One suggestion I have is I'm wondering if it wouldn't be helpful to put a link on the pay on the website where you give a rundown of how people need to access zoom and you know what to do at the meetings for the different commands because you might have people trying to do this that didn't you know if i hadn't been going to some of these community groups i wouldn't have been as well versed as i was on on how to how to use um zoom and the other suggestion i have is i think that at the beginning of each session it would be helpful if the protocol that we need to follow be given as far as you know when to raise our hands to ask questions um because sometimes it was hard to know whether you should just put them up at the beginning and let them sit there or whether you would want to wait until it's time and then everybody do them at the same time you know so everybody would have a fair shot Right. Yeah, I, I think that's a good point. I think the smart people answered. put them up at the beginning because that put them. At and the we top usually of the, lowered them, the and system. we usually lowered them then because we didn't think it was fair. So we <laughs> usually lowered them all before the questions started. And excellent. Um, also, another thing, and I know this is going to be a hard one for you all to figure out how to do, but and and I think thought you did great with the the you know the auction. Um, I know it was tricky at times, you know, trying to keep up with everybody. And but I did notice that some people, you know, were getting in faster or actually when they were just talking, they had maybe louder microphones so Mm -hmm. they could be heard. But, you know, not other people. But I mean, I thought the auction was great. I I wasn't able to participate in it, Um, would have liked to, but could not. But I did have a great time, you know, listening to it, and I appreciated you all airing that because I'd heard over the years that, boy, this ACB auction was fun, and and I just had a good time. Thank you. Yeah, I, I think I think the point you make about the volume of microphones is 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 a serious one, and there's not much we can do about it. No. I think. Right, right. I agree about that. Miss Deb, okay. who's next? All right. Um, and thank you, Agnes. Mm-hmm. And she is from Colorado. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Hello? Yeah. Yep. We got Hi. You. This is Livy Ostergaard from Fresno, California. Uh, Hi, there. Hi, Paul. Um, I'm so bummed that I missed the BOP meeting, but I'm going to try to figure out. I don't know how to do podcasts yet, so I'm hoping to get some of my folks out here to help me learn how to do that because well, I really promised. It. We're probably going to do a program on podcasts at some point soon. I think that I would think be absolutely. We're doing it Friday point. night on um, Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It's going to be on ACB Roundtable. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is, um, do you have a Victor Reader stream? No, I sure don't. No. I wish I did. All right. I, 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 was, I was saying that because we, <clears throat> the BOP did a program a week ago Saturday that, that, that uh, talked about getting podcasts on the stream. Well, I know that, um, is it on the uh, ACB radio podcasts? It is. I may have to try that because 
uh, I'm only, I've never done a podcast before, never listened to one or anything. So I know some of my folks out here will be able to help me, but I have two, two, uh, issues. One, uh, several weeks ago, Andy Baracco, who's one of the, uh, members of the greater real age, you know, Andy, he put out an email and I didn't really get into, but I, it was interesting. It was something about how to use GPS to make your zoom sound like you're right in the room. So uh, I thought maybe you might want to check that out with him because it, it, it is true. Some folks were so faint, we could hardly hear them at all. I must tell you, this was my first virtual convention, actually first convention at all that I've come to where I actually paid registration and came. But my hubby would walk by and he just curiously asked well, now, what's this you're listening to? And I would tell him it's such and such. And I mean, there are people from all over the country or all over the world. And he was just totally blown away. He cited and he was just totally blown away. The second question I have is, oh, shoot, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, oh, about the voting. Uh, I did participate, obviously, in the California Convention. And I really think the way that Judy and, and the group, Gabe and others, worked on it, the way they did it, the one comment I had, and I told them, and I know a lot of people mentioned this, the fact that it was slow going, and it got yeah. to be a little tedious at times. And Deb, you know that from... Yes, there were only 200 of you, and remember with the convention, we would have had about 800, so... Yes, but it was no. slow. And but I think their way of doing it with the phone call and the text and stuff was right. extremely uh, valuable. So that might again, you'll probably be talking well, with you. Can lobby you can lobby the chair of the of mm-hmm. the remote voting task force because he's in California and that's Jeff Tom. Oh, oh okay, so, um, I, I know un- Jeff unless, very well. So I, unless I'm, he's I'm, unless he's unless he's dropped it, he's he's in charge of coming up with solutions. So right. so I'll, yellow. I'll ask him if I don't, he'll be able to tell me who is. Right. Yes. And, uh, now my challenge with the voting thing that we did in California, just as an example, is that it was very very um, difficult when we did the voting that was not um, on the telephone because we did vote for some things that way there was not a way to verify people's membership so i had a concern about that you didn't have anything controversial so it worked okay but if you had it would have been difficult and the one thing the one thing that judy and the board did you know because we heard it all the time before convention was you must register otherwise you cannot vote i mean that was just sent out at nauseum and so uh if people didn't know that they must have been hidden under a rock or something right, but they oh, were they- able to vote for a number of things they only could not vote where they voted for the um actual elections and things because right. there were many things you voted on the floor right and those things we you could not verify and because yeah. they were so overwhelmingly one way or the other it didn't end up mattering right but it could have yeah yeah and 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 it and it and it certainly would in 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 close decisions in terms of right. ACB. These weren't close, and, and that's doesn't matter. But yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's one of that's one of the problems that I have. Just 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 to make my position clear, I think it's really difficult right. to figure out how to handle close votes. And and the other thing is, um, I think that. Um, it, 
being there um, gets you involved in the business uh, to a degree that it's difficult for folks to be involved remotely. Yes. Um, and, and I'm not sure, I, 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 and, and this is Paul Edwards speaking, this certainly isn't ACB, but I, I'm not sure anybody's convinced me that there's a remote way to handle all the kinds of votes that we have to handle in ACB uh, in, in, in a manner that's going to work or that isn't going to slow us down so much um, mm-hmm. that, that it just becomes tedious and impossible for the convention to be effective. So yeah. Um, yeah. See. I, I, I am still a skeptic. <laughs> yeah. Well, I definitely think we can do it. And I think that it would involve rearranging the whole protocol so that, for example, voting might be going on, but then things continue. We kind of had to stop in California. Yeah. Right. And, and I realize that this is a first. I mean, I'm not saying any right. of what I said critically. And, and, and that's how we do it for the most part at ACB. As but well, it isn't the way we should do it. And we should yeah. not just, uh, we should assign time for voting and you go do that and we'll let you know when we've voted and 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 you know and ever how that works but they'll yeah. figure that out we you know i think it can be done i sorry i i guess i'm 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 a skeptic and and i'm going to make sure that whatever system we develop works for me and protects democracy as well sure. And, sure. and 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 i'm sure we can do it but we're we're uh, i i'm just going to stick up until they do it right Yes, <laughs> I think a lot of people are going to, and and I hope we get yes. there though because I think we really have to. I really do. I, I think you. I think you're probably right, yeah. Jeff. Tom, are you listening? And <laughs> and one of the things that I really enjoyed about this. Now I know we've always had, you know, we've had ACB radio for a long time, and we've had numbers of listeners, but right up to the. You know, throughout the whole week, we had a lot of high numbers. And I don't, you know, in our in-person conventions, people start leaving, you know, Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, Thursday. And there are a lot of people that aren't still there by Friday. So I was... And that you know, really did not happen this year. No. So I, yeah. I think mm-hmm. you make a great point. I mean, the, the Microsoft um, sessions were immensely well attended. Yeah. Jeff in Minneapolis? Hello. Um, a comment about the schedules that you send out, you know, with the little description and then the link and the phone numbers and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, I find them useful, but I find them very hard to navigate. Now, are you talking about the Zoom code things? Yeah, the Zoom codes. Uh, exactly. Very good. Yep. Um, All right. And, and I, I noticed that there was an attempt to, to make it easier to navigate because at the top of each item, there was like a little line of stars. Mm-hmm. And so if you were using JAWS, theoretically, you could do a term search to find, you know, you a set of stars. Yes. But the problem was the, the time of the event was connected to that star. So uh, it would not work sure. to, do a, to do a search because the string was not intact. You know, there was always a number at the end of the string of stars. I searched for just the stars, and they were, yeah. and it pulled and, up. And, and I did, too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You as did, long as you, you don't search for stars in a space, you had to just search for stars. Ah, okay. Well, and, that's... Because there was that, no space, but there were always stars. Yeah, and yeah, it would depend on how many you put in that search. Like, yeah. I mean, was it yeah, a whole line? 
even yeah. if you didn't yeah navigating on no, the we iPhone. just put three stars yeah, yeah. there you go navigating on the iphone is much different there was no way to do a, a search right. for something like that there, there's not an there's not an easy way i think you're right well no, the so. easy way actually there is but the problem is we couldn't implement it we are using um constant contact right now to send out those uh, those large group emails because it had to be to a specific group of people and that was people who were registered and constant contact has some accessibility things that we're trying to work through with them but what would have been ideal and would have worked on the iPhone and would have worked on the PC is if there could have been a heading for each of those items. Right. And if we developed the document, the document was developed in Word and it had those, but we had to replace the stars for the headings because Constant Contact does not send the headings out accessibly. And so we've had the national offices having conversation with them and we're also they are also looking into other options if it doesn't work out but there aren't a lot of options so we're carefully looking at all that we really know there is a problem with it and we knew then that there was a problem but the perfect way would be to have an application that would have allowed us to send it just to the attendees the, yeah. the registered attendees etc have headings perhaps also put the stars because some people are using devices that don't recognize those right. kinds of headings and then we would have had the best of all worlds but we absolutely and of course jeff problem. you could have turned your you moved your rotor to headings and then just gone directly from one to the other exactly but there were no headings so but there were no headings right no 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 we get it we we, yeah, we get it yeah, but totally i totally get it that's how it would have worked Yes, yeah. that's what would have worked, Thank and you, we Jeff, know which, that's what it should do, but it can't yep. until we get a different system. But One, one alternative might be to have each uh, title of the topic like a link, and then they would click on that link, and then it would take them to a description on WordPress or... Well, Some that would have been a page. lot of work to create. And again, this was only available to attendees and anytime you go to a public site. So the way, other way you could have gotten them would have been to log in to your registration. And there and there at that page, you would have gotten them all and you would have gotten them in a little better format. So um, that would have done that. But we couldn't have a public link. Um, we didn't want to put any of our Zoom links in a public site, whether we had people register or not. Um, we chose not to make any of them public for spam reasons. Um, right, and, and and that's because we had some early community mm -hmm. calls where, where people were, were bombing them and doing bad things to them, Jeff. So we had to find a way to protect folks from that. Yeah, we had a little bit of spam even in the convention, but nothing significant. Um, that we couldn't catch quickly. But yes, it's a very real issue. And so we, there were a lot of things we would, could theoretically do, but, but can't really do with the way in which we chose to manage it. But the one we could do, if we can get a better um, uh, bulk mailing, bulk emailing system, um, or get the one we have fixed, um, is to have the headings, as you say, yeah. because that's what should be there. And that's and, what and I wanted to be there. But um, Right. Okay. And it's really not not just for, for the schedule either. I mean, it, oh, no. it applies to other things we publish Everything as well. Everything we send so, out in constant yeah. contact. So every time we yeah. send a press release or anything like that, uh, Cindy's community calls when they go over con constant contact. That's one of the reasons we're sending them to the email list as well is that we can send them with headings and things there where we can't in constant contact. So yep. we're 
I'm hoping we get that resolved, but it, we're actually keenly aware that that's a problem. Yeah. And well, you all did an you, excellent Jeff. job. Yeah, thank you. Thank, oh, you Jeff. thank you, Jeff. All right. Uh, let's see. Sorry, this is so ridiculous. Okay, Connie. Connie. Hi, everyone. Can there you, you are. Me? Yes. Hi there. This is Connie from Sacramento. And I, first of all, I'd like to congratulate the whole team for this uh, wonderful convention we just had. And um, just everyone on ACB Radio, all the technology people, all the program planners, everyone. Um, so I have a couple of comments, and then I have a couple of suggestions. So first of all, there was some there were some excellent sessions and I love the virtual tours and I couldn't go to everything so I really appreciated that these are available on podcasts now so that I can go back and listen to the sessions that I missed and the tours that I missed um the the comments I have or suggestions I have um I think the braille programs need to be sent out earlier next time because a few of us received them late. Like I didn't get mine till Monday, and I have a couple of friends who didn't get theirs till Tuesday. Now, are you talking is, about Monday during the convention and Tuesday during the convention, Connie? Yes. Or mm. the Monday or Tuesday before? I didn't get mine until Monday uh, during the convention. July six. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. And I had friends who did not get theirs till was July this the, 7th. Uh, was this mm -hmm. the hard copy? I missed. I'm yes, sorry. This was, yeah. Yeah, this so we was, couldn't control. They all went out at the same time uh, from the people who, who produced them for us. But, but they uh, went out U UPS. When the mail delivered them, unfortunately. And, and some people, I think, did get them a little bit late. What the, what, um, okay. Oh, okay. But we didn't mail them out. They were mailed out from the producers. So ah, okay. The I producer of the Braille mailed yep. the, the Braille and the producer of the large print. Yeah. Mail. Okay. And, and, and the what other was thing your other is, suggestion? Yep. And the other thing is, I really think that the ACB community Zoom calls prepared us yeah. for the virtual yeah. convention because number one it gave us lots of practice on mm -hmm. um, getting into zoom cloud meetings and number two it got us connected mm -hmm. and so i really think that prepared us for the convention yeah. so i really hope that these community calls will continue oh yeah well they're, they're just <laughs> for sure wonderful especially yeah. during these uncertain times and one more comment before i leave uh, um, I got together with friends to listen to the virtual banquet, and we really enjoyed listening to Roy, Roy Samuelson, the um, audio describer. And we were just saying, Debbie Hazelton, that you are so good at ad lib. You were so good at ad libbing <laughs> when people did not arrive at the Zoom room oh. right away, and you were waiting <laughs> for people to get the show started. And you, she, it was like you were chatting with us. You know, it was so well, personal. That's radio. <laughs> Yeah, we, yes. and we really appreciated that. Thanks Thank you. So much, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Connie. All right, very good. Mary. Another Mary. Another Mary, yes. Hey, everybody. Hello. So, hey there. Hey, so I'm calling, I'm also calling from Colorado. I'm from Arizona originally, but live in Colorado. Mm -hmm. um, so um, I know one of the few. <laughs> um, so basically, I'm 
well, I'm going to be a member at large soon. You guys got me. So you can't get rid of me. Number one. Okay. Um, a few. Oh, okay. I was like, why is my phone talking to me? Okay, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This is going to be such a pain in the neck sometimes with voiceover. Anyway, um, first of all, comment and then some suggestions. Comments. I absolutely love how you guys did the um every you know a lot of the stuff through ACB radio I have never technically been to an ACB convention um I used to be with another organization and I've been to those conventions but um I'm now with ACB and I've never been with an ACB convention before so I'm like oh all right cool so um I really enjoyed listening and Debbie Hazelton you have a wonderful broadcasting voice I'm jealous I really like your voice you guys um so yeah, no, that's, that's now. Deb awesome. Lewis is all upset. She's throwing things. No, no, not at all. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I agree with you. No, I agree. <laughs> oh, I, I'm just I, teasing. <laughs> go, please go ahead with your suggestion. <laughs> yeah. So basically, um, I I would say my suggestion is that you guys do more of the panels, like the transportation panels, through yes. ACB Radio, because you mm-hmm. only did one and. Um, yeah, good point. Two. Yeah, on Wednesday. Yeah, we did Sunday and Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Um, but I was thinking more because they were having the paratransit meetings too. And right. I, I think those are really important, even if you can't register, if you can't afford to register or whatever, which this year is cheap compared to other years mm-hmm. um, from what I've seen. Um, we, had, <laughs> we had a lot of the transportation on so people could listen on ACB mm-hmm. radio. Not all of it, but a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. No. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm not counteracting that. No, for sure. Definitely. Like, you did. You just want it's more. Just that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that... that you know, that, I, 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 that was one of the highlights of the convention for mm-hmm. me because I, I, we never have enough time and we wouldn't have had enough time on, on an ACB radio program to do what we did with transportation this time because I think people who listen to all the sessions got a really clear notion of what the state of the game is in transportation all over the country. And I think it was immensely valuable. Um, well, and to show that you guys... A resolution did that. Yeah, well, <laughs> to show that you guys care about the transporta- transportation yes. and everything, that's awesome. And and so, um, I, I would just say a suggestion, because I know you guys have other people trying to get through. Um, a suggestion for next year, just like what everybody else is saying, uh, do some of it virtually. I'm, I'm telling you, a lot of us are not going to be flying anywhere anytime soon. Even if, even though I'm from Phoenix, born and raised in Phoenix, all that good jazz. I don't know if I'm really ready to be flying yet. And unless there's a vaccine, I'm not going anywhere. So, and I, 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 I hear you and we all hear you. Yeah, I think um, everybody agrees with that pretty much. And we'll just see what happens. It's too early to decide about yeah. next year. Yeah. But I think what we have heard and what I think we all agree with is that there needs to be a virtual component, whether there's any COVID issue or not. We right. have lots of reasons why people can't come. It's expensive. Places. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm on yeah. the lowest bracket of, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's very expensive. For people, yeah, and, and you know, and they're all valid. And some, and when it gets closer to someone, then they can go or different situations. But yeah. uh, we won't be able to probably do it all virtually. There are some parts no, that I don't know. work that way. But if we can do 
um, a lot of it, I think um, that's good. And we've always done a lot of sessions on ACB radio, but Mm -hmm. we did more of them this year. And on Facebook and more things uploaded to YouTube. But this makes more things possible. The other important thing is is to be sure that we capture everything with podcasts, Mm -hmm. if we can. Oh, yeah. And then be sure that we get them up there relatively quickly. There's a lot up there, Um, and it's more every day. Yeah, you guys have a lot to put up there, Mm because I've been checking it. I'm like, what? I'm so waiting for that auction to be live, because I I listened to it, and I had so much Mm -hmm. fun. Um, I I wanted to ask really, really quickly, for people, let's say, I mean, there's no way I could afford any of those items that you guys had out there. I'm just going to be blatantly honest with you. So in future years, you know, if somebody were to come to convention, are they allowed to come to the auction even if they can't afford it just to mm-hmm. watch it? Or yeah, yeah. absolutely. absolutely. Sure. Okay. They didn't well, even have to have registered. That's the way it will be. It hasn't been until this year, but I don't so think they'll go back from it next year. I, uh, you know, okay. I think they'll be a No, they've never had to pay. They've always mm-hmm. been able to come. You've always been able to. No, even if you weren't registered, you could come. I, I thought she was asking vir- virtually. No, no not asking she was asking no. at all. Yeah. 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 <coughs> oh, sure. Because so, yes. they're so much fun. Yeah. I had a blast. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Know, it's like a little yeah. party. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's absolutely yeah. fun. And and at when it's live, they always have food and you know they like do. a food and, and drinks and, and, and eat like and, a and and it, and, Yeah. No, it's it makes very the fun. bidding even more lively. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. It's it's all fun and and it's all okay. part of the convention. And you absolutely. Yeah, I'm sorry, I misunderstood your question. Oh no no no, that's okay. No, no. Sorry. Yeah, no, it you absolutely you can you can come. Oh, goody. You know, All right. Yeah. Yep. Let's yeah. let's move on to the next person. Uh nine eight three three. Me. Yeah, you Alice. <laughs> it's Alice, yes. First of all, I would say as far as remote voting, if they do it like California did and I think like BPI did, I'm all for it. I thought I was very impressed by the way it worked. If you're going to do it like GDUI does it, I want no part of it. But my other thing is, and and the only thing that I really had a hard time with, with the whole virtual uh, conference was the exhibit hall. I wish there would be a different way to figure out how to do it because I couldn't always sit there during the times that the exhibit hall speakers were on and and some days I had stuff going on and, and I missed them. And when I tried to catch the repeats, I catch the repeats of the ones that I was able to hear. So, you know, it was just real hard to know how to, to, to truly browse and, and, and if I wanted to order something, how to do that. So I, I would hope we could figure out a better way maybe to do the exhibit hall. But other than that, everything was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Thank exhibit you, hall, it's kind of a challenge to do virtually. And, um, and I, you know, we probably will be looking a little bit at, at you know, what's uh, interesting, though, is taking an entirely different approach to their right. exhibit hall. They're giving Zoom rooms to various folks. Mm-hmm. And it's it's up to those people to essentially man those Zoom rooms for all the times that they're allowed to. Right. Um, I wanted to I do that. I think that would discourage a lot of folks. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, I wanted, but it was, I mean, if it's not controlled, and I was hoping people could set up appointments, but what I've heard from um, people talking to, reaching out to exhibitors, and from some of the exhibitors, is they were very busy, and maybe still are, they they have done quite well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, I think they did fine during Mm -hmm. our convention. I've talked to a couple of them, Mm -hmm. they've, they've, they've been really happy. Miss Deb. Mm-hmm. Chris, 
Hey folks, how's everybody doing? Chris from California. Hey Chris. Uh, part of BITS and uh, first time ACB convention, going to convention, so Excellent. great job first off. Um, I just wanted to comment and let you guys know that the uh, NFB organization is, it's totally different over there like yeah. you guys were saying. I love, I love what you guys have done with this. I, I really do give props to you guys. And my question is, are you... And are you guys going to push more of the ACB link app in the future? Because I've heard a lot of comments that they said it's quite difficult to, to navigate. Now I am a techie, so let's just be, sure. <laughs> I'm kind of, I have an advantage over that uh, many people, but at the same time, I find it to be quite easy to utilize the app, honestly. But I was just wondering if you guys are thinking about, you know, pushing that more in the future for upcoming conventions, things of that sort. Yeah, I think uh, yeah. That we should. Um, I think that people do find it a challenge, and it's because it utilizes the website and some other things, um, and it's also a little bit different on the Android app versus the iPhone app. And um, I would like to see us. Um, I think if we did a little bit of training for people, if we used some community calls or other venues, podcasts right. or whatever, and actually did a, some training, um, it uh, would help people. Um, to use it better because actually some of the things people were saying they wished they knew are up there in a I mean I find everything right? up there and like yes. I said it, it's a great yeah. app it's just I yeah. think it's confusing for a lot of people right now at the moment the way it's well, set and, up. And, it, yeah. and if people learn to, 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 to use it it's by far the easiest way to get to podcasts for instance oh right. it's great oh, yeah. it's yeah. really easy you just click on the link and it's Absolutely. all right there yeah. it's all right exactly. there. but I think people are a little intimidated coming into it and that's the feedback I've had over time with it. And right. I think the way and, and the challenge we had this year is um, they were doing some major revisions of it. And those revisions came really close up on the convention. And uh, yeah, and, <laughs> and so and so then to try to get get that kind of support out there for it. So I thought that personally, um, I appreciate your comment because I think it's one of the most underutilized resources we have. Right. And yeah, so I, that would be my suggestion is to please yeah, to put resources. I would be willing to even train people, you know, because I'm a we'll, part of bits. We'll put, <laughs> you know what I mean? So yes, uh, just sure. plugging bits, you know, hey, you know, go yeah. bits. So, so get in touch, get get in touch with Debbie Hazelton and and, okay. and she will find a place for you to train. Yeah. Okay, but thank absolutely. you so much. But I do think that's a, a very important piece and I I I really yes. about that. Yeah. Thank you yeah. so much, folks. All right. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And I think it's I think it's a hugely important piece. And I think, you know, we <clears throat> we talked about it some in our um, in our BO program on the first Saturday. Um, and uh, but but again, I, I I think we I think we certainly can do more with it by the time we get to next year. Uh, Carla, Mary Carla Hayes, Carla. Oh, your name? Okay. Yes. And I and I know she's not and I know she's not from Philadelphia now. Yeah, no, no, she's not from Florida. <laughs> no, from, from Philadelphia. Yep, we can. Y yes, we can. Oh, Carla. good, because I was having my computer's giving me fits. Oh. <laughs> um, um, I um, first of all, and again, kudos to all of you. It was really great. I have a sort of a curiosity question, an extension question. I'd like to know, um, first of all. Um, that um, on the exhibit hall channel, when I was listening to community in the exhibit hall, when it would break and go into the news cycles, there was this really nifty technical music, mm -hmm. this techno music, and I wanted to know where it was and where we got it, if it was 
made by um, you know somebody from ACB. And then my second question that I had is we were talking way back about um, how um, Echo uses TuneIn sort of to add to um, access the streams. And is there a way to get Google Home devices? No. To do that more remotely. No. no. Jason no, figured we, something we've out. Tried, but we've tried. We've know. tried. Um, you know, uh, people have been in touch with them and done various things with them. And we've uh, had, as far as I know, no success with the, the Google Home. We'll ask Jason that for Friday night, too, because I swear yeah. he said he just figured out something, but well, we have to. Well, it uses TuneIn as well, it and it's just not yeah. honoring part it's of the not, TuneIn. Yeah. And there are a lot of different things it doesn't play. And what I will tell you, just from some other experiences in the world, the echo varies too like in in uh, the UK it wasn't playing some of the streams and then it would switch over and not play them here and different things and so they both are kind of temperamental and it's very difficult to get to their tech support and we had a lot of uh, people calling in about tech for technical assistance about the Google Home and not much that we could do for that and the and we answer, have five minutes. And, and, what was that? Yeah, music? the music, I believe that was Andre Louis, but I'm curious about some of that too. Jeff found some of that. I'll ask and I'll get oh. an answer because I want to know too. <laughs> okay. Miss Deb. All right. So let's see. We have Kim. Kim. There we go. Hi. Hi. Hello. Um, let me turn off my Zoom text. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, number one that I wanted to get out real quick because I know we're about to run out of time is I I swear, unless I dreamed it, I remembered hearing a naysayer at the beginning of the conference. Somebody, somebody in the upper echelon saying they did not want to do the conference or the convention and everything so i wanted to know who that was and if they've got oh i don't care who it was i just want to know if they've changed their mind gosh i don't even know who that would have been but you know there were some people are you talking about like at the board meeting when we were having the discussion at the board meeting maybe i really don't remember i was just thinking about that just it, it just hit me when i was sitting well, there here. were some people who were genuinely concerned about how yeah. in the world you could pull this off i don't right think they were no one voted no and no one said we couldn't do it but there were some people who couldn't picture it and mm -hmm. and i can understand that i yeah. mean you know because we weren't sure we could really picture it no um so uh, i don't think anybody was really naysaying as much as they were like they didn't have that technology background and they didn't have that sense of it and, yeah. and some people dream big but, bigger than yeah. others and but I if, don't you're, if, if you actually right. if you actually have a question yeah um, ask it quick so we can maybe get one more question in well um I was I did I don't have a question I wanted to comment on how Go ahead. you get how one of the other people mentioned how difficult it can be to our, our wanted to have training in how to raise your hand and all that. Uh -huh. I know one of the one of the issues that I had early on with the community calls was knowing how you um, how that box pops up in the middle of the screen. I had never heard that there was yeah, one. Especially if mm -hmm. especially if you're using webinar, it can be yeah. it can be confusing. There's a learning yeah. curve. We can do more training, Deb. Yeah. Huh? 
Oh, yeah. And I, yeah. And I think that just coming to those community calls, some of them are webinars. And so uh, coming to those community calls is a good way to kind of get training for that. Deb was one of, Deb was a Zoom czar, and she was the one that told us all so often and still is saying it's possible, it's possible, it's possible to do it with huge numbers. So, you know, uh, yeah. All right. I wanted to say one more thing, and then hopefully it'll be quick. quick. Um, Just, um, I never used my um, registration form to find out what I signed up for. I that's just okay. went to everything I wanted mm-hmm. to go to. Yeah. They sent everybody all the links. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the way that's the way that that it was eventually decided to set it up and I think that was the right mm-hmm. decision to yeah. have made. Right. Yeah. So we started right. out trying to do differently but we could see that wouldn't work because too many people <laughs> signed for everything. Mm-hmm. So we said, right. "Oh, the message they're sending us is they want all of it." Yeah. 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 All right. Well, thank, thank you very you. much. Okay. Thank you very much. I'm not sure we have time for another question, so I guess what I'm going to say is thank you very much to the two Debs. Um, Very much appreciate your being involved. And I wanted to let everybody know that next week on Tuesday Topics, we're doing another two-hour show, and this one is going to be on the ADA. And Chris Bell uh, will be one of our guests and also um, from the the national office, um, I'm blocking on her name because I'm senile um, um, is is coming because she was just barely born um, when the ADA came along so we wanted to give uh, an opportunity for a person from the other generation to talk about it so we hope everybody will be there and let me thank everyone for being here for our first two hour session this was a and great job great idea say good night 